Are you an ISA or agent struggling to convert your valuable leads? Or are you a team leader looking for advanced scripting and dialogue training for your team? Smart Inside Sales Conversion University is the industry-leading training program designed to give you the ninja-level scripting and objection handlers used by top teams across the country. Conversion U covers scripting, dialogue, objection handling, and closing skills needed to elevate your business through self-paced video training and live interactive expert coaching. Visit smartinsidesales.com slash conversion you to start today. All right, cash call, everybody. Once again, it's Wednesday. It's time for Brian and I to titillate your brains with amazing information and techniques and advice. Uh, Brian, good to see you again. Thanks for coming back one more time to wow the crowd. The crowd, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. I have a really good Zillow call. So, you know, this is very out of character for me. And uh, we're going to play a really good call. Uh, and I say it's out of character for me. I made a joke. Um, I think it was yesterday. And uh, I think the ISA that I was coaching was like, how do you listen to this stuff over and over again? All these hours of calls, don't you get sick of it? And I was like, you know, I was blessed with very critical parents who could find fault with absolutely everything at any time. So I've been blessed with that same technique, that same skill set. I can find fault in anything. Uh, it's awesome. So that's why I like doing it. Um, so it was just really funny. But uh, so it's out of character. I have a really great call today that I'm going to be playing. She did a really good job. And I just want to demonstrate that for people since we're always harping that. on how to do it. You know, let's do it. I, I, I'm excited to hear a good, high quality call. And let's see if I can nitpick it. Right. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. We can always find something. Always. Listen, it's our job to find something. You know, it's like a home inspector. When's the last time you got a home inspection report with nothing on it? Yeah, that doesn't like, exist. I paid for that. What do you mean I paid for that? Uh, I don't know if I shared my sound. Hello. Hello, this is Alexis with Baird and Warner Real Estate on a recorded line. Just wanted to give you a quick call because I see that you're interested in looking at a property in Bloomingdale tomorrow. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. When would you like to see it? Whenever you guys, I, I'm off tomorrow, so like anything after like 10 a.m. Okay, cool. Let me. How get about that. like even like how about even like 11 just to be safe? Okay, let me work on getting that set up for you. Um, just wanted okay. to ask you a few questions. You're looking to make a move soon, is that correct? Not soon. We're going to be selling. I'm going through a divorce right now. We're oh, it's I'm amicable. So no, it's actually congratulations. We're actually friends <laughs> now. <laughs> Oh, it's that's been good. two years of trying and we're being amicable and we're helping each other out and we're not killing each other. Trust me, that already passed. That, that <laughs> ship sailed. So well, we are going to be, <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it'd be best if I just got my condo already. And then when we try to sell this house, we haven't even decided like, you know, when to put it up or how to put it up. Maybe that when you guys come in, maybe you guys can do it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, we because we would want to sell this house, and yeah, good good times. I yeah. just hate the moving process, but I need, I do wanted to talk because I kind of like that building, but I noticed there's some that are facing the water because they run around that. Pen. All right, so she keeps talking. We get discovery. It works out really well. I just wanted everybody to hear the really good entry, right? Be quiet about the property over okay. here. You'd like to go see it. When would you like to go see it, right? She just moves her right into discovery and then moves smoothly right into discovery. There's no hiccups, no issues, uh, which is great. 
So let me pick just because we always have to come up with something. I don't like the assumptive thing. So you're looking to make a move soon. I like yeah. better, are you, are you looking to make a move soon? Because yeah. if I'm not looking, looking to make a move soon, I might be a little offended by that. I might be like, what the hell? Why is this put, be a person being pushy? So yeah, it's funny you point that out. So I was just working with a team uh, yesterday and um, they the manager had changed their script. And so their script is, hey, Brian, saw you were looking at homes on our website. Are you planning on moving in the next six months? That's your only option, right? Uh, so the problem is for people, a lot of times those website leads are not planning on moving. They don't, first of all, I don't know if it's exactly six months or not, uh, but it might be that I really haven't figured out when it's going to be. And if you only give me one option now, sometimes people might feel like I'm in the wrong conversation, right? I don't fit your mold or I don't fit your question. This might not be for me. And we don't want to do that. So, and I'm going to give you the script that, that Dale and I both use is, are you looking to make a move soon? Or are you window shopping? Much yeah. better script, in my opinion. And it's a it's not really a double bind because it's we really do want to hear we're looking to move soon, but we've given them an option. We don't the, the answer to that is never no. And you know, if you're gonna do an intro script, the answer should not be no. Are you looking to make a move soon? No. Oh, crap, you know. <laughs> well, well, now I gotta pick another option. Well, and here's the, it makes my head hurt a little bit, and here's why. Are you looking to move in the next six months? What if I'm looking to move in six and a half months? Right. Yeah, Actually, no, I mean, we, we listened to a call. This is why I know that they switched the script. We listened to a call where the ISA asks, hey, so are you planning on moving in the next six months? And the lead goes quiet for a few seconds. And she goes, um, no, more like eight. Right. But you could hear that they had to stop and think about it. And then they were like, no, that's not quite me. It's actually more like this. Right. And it, she just demonstrated or, you know, it was an audio way of hearing how confusing it is when you just have one specific choice. Right. Hi, and welcome to my ice cream shop. Would you like vanilla? And you're like, vanilla. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I don't, I don't hate it, but I kind of wanted to shop a little, maybe, maybe some chocolate. I, I know this is not working for me. Yeah. And, and if you don't like the script that Dale said or the script that I said, you could use this one. Do you have a, are, you know, are you looking to move sometime this year? Are you looking to move sometime soon? Are, you know, or how about this one? Out of curiosity, do you have a time frame? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking to move in 6.37 days, you know, whatever. But he, here's the thing. Every one of those questions, you cannot answer no to them. If, I guess you can answer whatever you want, but it doesn't make sense to say, you know, have you, you know, what, what is your time frame? No. Okay. I mean, you can say that, but you're a crazy person. So that would be like talking to my daughter when she was two, everything was no, it doesn't matter. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Dale, I've got a, a, a call today and it's a roller coaster call. And here's what I mean by it. It seems to go well, and then maybe not so much. And then, so uh, I, I want to share that. And it's interesting because it's one of the best agents on my team. And what I want everyone to take away from this call is even the best agents have bad ones. And this isn't a horrible call by any stretch, but uh, I would say it's below her ability for lack of a better way yeah. to put it. So. Yeah. Great. All right. Sure. sound. hopefully this will work. Um, do you see, uh, what do you see on my screen? I see your notes and I see you and Barry Jenkins uh, talking about Z buyer. All right, cool. I was sharing the wrong screen. Fix that. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. 
and um, well, I am interested in, uh, to see a property in Bentonville. Okay, um, it looks like it's 2205 Southeast 15th Street. Correct. Okay, and before, let's see, I'm pulling it up right now. It looks like um, all offers must be submitted. Okay, so we have till tomorrow at noon to submit the offer, so we still got some time. Oh, wow, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, time of the essence of in this market. Um, Here's my first place that I want to make a comment. We know about interest scripts. You guys have heard us say it a thousand times. I'm not going to repeat it. If you're new to this, if you're new to this thing, the Zillow intro script is, hey, this is Brian with Curtis Realty Group. I notice that you're interested in 123 Main Street. When would you like to go see it? That's, it's a very aggressive script with Zillow. This is Zillow lead. So, but this makes my head hurt a little bit. We're making the assumption that somebody understands the market. I don't know if you heard that assumption there, but I did. Yeah. You know, Time is up. Yeah. You know, this guy literally said he is absolutely brand new to this process. Maybe he's never owned a house before. Maybe he doesn't watch a tell. He doesn't own a television. I mean, we cannot make, I mean, we can make assumptions, but it's a very bad idea. So yeah. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do this example. I go down to a car lot. I've never bought a new car before, or I, I'm not savvy. I really, you know, maybe this is like the second car I'll ever owned. And I get down to the lot and the salesperson's like, Hey man, you know, you got to like, if you want something, you got to make an offer today. I'd be like, I, this is way too fast for me. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't even picked a, you know, I don't even know if I want to buy a car. I don't even know what color it needs to be. I mean, I just, what do you mean? I got to write an offer today. You know, it's overwhelming. So be yeah. careful not to overwhelm people. And here's the reality. This agent's very knowledgeable. She knows the scripts that we need to go into, but, but she skipped a step in my opinion. And that step, step is, are you familiar with the current market? No. What's going on? Oh, let me explain it. Da, 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 da. Now I've got an opportunity to show my expertise instead of just skipping that step and, and doing that. So that's one thing I think is really important. Don't, when you're educating people, ask them the question first before you educate, I guess is, is probably how I would say that. Yeah. Look a little bit more. So how long have you been looking? I just started. Like, this is my okay. first house. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're I probably started. not ready to just write an offer and all that fun stuff. We got some things we're going to have to do first, right? Once again, why are we making the assumption that you can't write an offer? I guarantee in 24 hours, I can get someone ready to write an offer if they're willing. Yeah. Probably probably in five hours. You know, I've got to get them pre-qualified and all that kind of stuff in this market. But ultimately, let's not make the assumption that somebody can't do something. We're slowing ourselves down and potentially causing ourselves not to be able to meet with people. People yeah. want to hear yes. Like, right. yes, right. I can help you get what you want. Not, no, we got a whole bunch of work to do. Oh, my didn't God. That, I, didn't we talk about how to say no within a yes or how to like yes everything, even if it isn't no? Let, let, let's talk about it because I think it's very valuable and, and I'm yeah. sure we did at some point, but yeah, let, let's do that, Dale. Why don't you, why don't you explain what you mean? Yeah. Uh, what I mean is that like some of the best salesperson people that I've ever heard will base everything sounds like yes. Not that they're not, not to be confused with the people who bullshit you, right? Not, not bullshit salespeople who just yes you, but I'm saying that like, even if I need to deliver a no to you, I do it in a way where I find a way to say yes if that makes sense. So Brian is like, Dale, in this crazy, tight, limited inventory market, 
I want to submit an offer at 50,000 less than asking. I'd say, yeah, Brian, you know what? I think it's really important that we make sure that we don't overspend on this property and that we also negotiate as tough as we possibly can. That does not mean that we are submitting an offer at 50,000 less, right? Because that's stupid. No. But I still said yes to you. Yeah, no, I love that. I do a similar thing. You know, I'd say, Dale, you know, absolutely. Um, if you guys want to submit an offer at $300,000 on this $350,000 property, I'll do that for you. And maybe I can offer a different perspective and a different approach on that before we do that. Would you be open to talking about that? I, I gave them what they wanted. We're going yeah. to write the offer that's never, ever going to get accepted. Right. And then I say, you know, would you guys consider? So it's interesting. There's a there's a book out there that talks about magic words. And I don't know if I love all that concept. But one of the things that um, I really liked was the guy says, this is a great phrase. And I, I think I'm going to start adding it. You know, Dale, out of curiosity, do you consider yourself open-minded? So the reason I ask that is who's going to say no to that? No, I'm a closed-minded bastard, and I don't want to hear anything you got to say. Of course, occasionally you get that answer. Occasionally yeah. you get that answer, but then you know who you're talking to. <laughs> right, and that's fine too. You at least you got a path to go down. But you know, you know, I, we could use that. Okay, you know, this house listed at three fifty. You want to offer three hundred? Okay, you know, again, if you guys want to do that, I'll be happy to do that. Let me ask you this: Would you be open-minded to a, a little discussion about this? Of course, we're open-minded. We're not idiots. Like everybody a few exceptions, wants to be open-minded. So, you know, try that, throw that out there as, as some scripting. I think it's a pretty, a pretty good little powerful, just a little turn of phrase that, that can work out pretty well. So works great in recruiting too. All those, all those EXPers out there watching. Hey, are you, are you an open-minded agent or do you consider yourself closed-minded? Well, I'm open-minded. Well, you know, out of curiosity, would you like to take a look at what I got? <laughs> nice. Open-minded. So I just made that up. I, it can, that can use some work, but generally it works. Um, well, who knows? Maybe I'll love it that much and <laughs> jump right in. Okay. Well, um, what is, so if this is the first house, I'm guessing you haven't really gone through like the pre-approval process or anything like that. Well, I, I did have a conversation with a, can you pause it again? A friend who is a loan officer. So what I want to point out is she's doing things in the negative, right? You wouldn't be willing to write an offer. You haven't gone through the pre-approval process. She doesn't need to pitch it. She doesn't need to spin it in a negative way, right? We could do it in a positive way. Uh, so do you, you know, I don't know if you'd be ready to write an offer on this, uh, but you can let me know if that, if it, if it, you know, if it appeals to you that much, that's positive, right? Um, Hey, you know, uh, have you, I mean, the simple question is, have you run numbers with somebody yet on your finances? That's the easy one, right? Versus yeah. I assume you haven't done it. Yeah, I'm not sure why we're assuming the, assuming the no. And, and I get that this is a challenging situation. We've got, you know, she looked it up. I think offers have to be in in less than 24 hours from this point. And yeah, there's a, there's a big road to hoe here. And, and I agree with that. And I want to be realistic with that person. So they don't think, oh God, this person sucked. They didn't give me the house. Da, 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 da. That right. being said, I also want to give them some hope, you know, <laughs> I don't want, because what's my ultimate objective. My ultimate objective is to get in front of them, not to sell this house. If I sell this house, great. But my ultimate objective is to get this person to be my client. Right. right. So we got to give them a little yes, you know, and yeah. uh, 
like to Dale's point earlier, I'm not BS yes and not yes to everything. As a matter of fact, one of the greatest tools that you have in your toolkit as a salesperson, after you've said yes a couple of times, is to say no. And the reason is when you tell somebody no after you've said yes, then they will believe you. They'll believe you. <laughs> it's true because when you every hey Dale, can I can I build a you know you know a garage? Oh, absolutely, you can do that. Can I do this? Yeah, you can do this. You know, can can I have an airport in my backyard? Oh yeah, you can do that. Really? Because I mean, and I'm exaggerating, but sometimes agents just yes, 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 yes. Salespeople, not just real estate agents. So re rival or revel in the opportunity to say no, especially for a dumb question, <laughs> so that they will believe you when you say yes. So anyway, that's just a, it's an old, I guess that's a little old school sales, but I, I believe in that. You did a quick oh, check. Okay. He told me. I'm going to fast forward and I'm going to have, I'm not sure the exact spot I need to get to. So okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> I believe I put in the, in the request for tour. I, I, I selected this time slot at 530. Uh, so today, 530? Yeah, that is available. Then I will take it. Okay. Let me. See if I can squeeze you in. Um, Here's where it's about to go sideways. Oh no. Okay. Slowly sideways. And are you committed <laughs> to any agents or are you open to seeing if we're a good fit? Um, I'll be honest, I do have my picks at the moment as to who I'm going to go with. Um, you do have somebody? I do have somebody. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to try to know <clears throat> what the proper term is or anything. Um, when I submitted my request for tour, I didn't know they were going to connect me to another um, real estate agent. Like I okay. said, conversations just started recently. With yeah. Um, may I ask? Oh, so you have friends and family that are in real estate that you'll probably most likely be using? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to encourage you to do, since you Pause. kind of already had made your mind. He didn't say that, friends and family. Say. She did. He didn't say friends and family. She did. I'm not 100% sure. It was a little bit hard to hear that part of the conversation, but yeah. I don't know where she got that impression. But yeah, it did feel like that maybe she planted that seed again. There's a lot of making assumptions here. Um, and that's one of the things The my biggest takeaway from this phone call is stop making assumptions. So yeah. uh, that's that. I want to listen to just the last couple of seconds of the seat. Yeah. I'll be honest. I want to make sure I want to see where it goes. And then uh, then we'll then we'll talk about it. It looks like we've got some a little bit about how real estate works is I get in my car, drive, you know, 20, 30 minutes to show you this house. I don't make anything. I don't make oh, anything no. until you close on the property. I'm not going to listen anymore to that. So, so oh, don't no. go down that road. Oh, no. Okay. That's how the sausage gets made. She just walked yeah. She just walked the buyer into the sausage factory. Not good. Yeah. So, and clearly, um, to my my fault, I need to work on a way to oh, I can get all this crap off the screen here. Um, I need to work on on that script, and, and Dale's got a great script for that. Um, you know, if somebody says they've got a real estate agent, perfect. You know, that's fine. Um, a, fa a family member, a friend member, friend member, a family member, a friend. That's fine. You know, and you know, you can ask a couple of questions there. You know, perfect. You know, is that so, out of curiosity? Is that agent a full time agent? Is a good place to start. You know. 
especially if that friends and family, like, you know, I don't know about you, Dale, but everybody in my market who's got a pulse has a real estate license. Anymore. Yeah, dude. So, every, every third person has a real estate license. Right. And another way you could potentially go. So is it multiple people who are friends and family that are, that are actually real estate agents? Yeah. My brothers are this and my sister and my dog and my aunt, and my uncle. And all right, well, I'm going to ask you just a couple of quick questions that I understand. So we've got some programs that can save you somewhere between a thousand and $2,000 when purchasing a home. If you were to work with us, is that something you're even interested in hearing about? I want to give some kind of bait out there. And then the other thing that we can go down as far as I'm concerned is with when we got friends and family is, so I've actually, I would tell a third party story. So, you know, it's interesting. I had a, I had a guy come to me the other day and uh, decided to work with us. And the reason he did was he knew like 15 real estate agents and he didn't want to piss any of them off. So right. out of curiosity, is that going to be an issue? If you pick one person, is that going to cause problems with somebody else? So, you know, again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I would just love the opportunity if there is one to potentially apply for the job, something along yeah. those lines. Yep, absolutely. Uh, It's always a tough one. The the other thing that I would say is that um, this agent or I say just needs a better process. I could kind of hear she was either caught off guard and or she hasn't practiced her process around I have an agent. And I was just teaching this in the YLOPO Facebook group earlier today is we teach a very simple four-step process when you're first getting started with this. Of course, there's iterations. Of course, you can, you know, you can do variations on it. What's that? You could tweak it. Yeah. Yeah, you could tweak it. But if you learn the first four steps, and this is how it goes. So, Brian, I want you to say what the guy said when he first revealed that he had somebody. I've got friends and family who are real estate agents. I've already gone. I've got some people I'm already planning on working with. I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah, something like that. Oh, oh, you have an agent? Yeah, I've got a guy who I'm planning on working with. Okay, got it. Are you committed to him? I, you know, I, I think so. Um, you know, I've, I've known him for 10 years now. And so I, 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 yeah, I think so. Okay. Have you signed with him yet? No, I haven't signed any paperwork. Like I mentioned earlier in the call, we just kind of started. Okay, excellent. Got it. Well, Brian, uh, what specifically would be the benefit of working with this guy? I know you've known him for 10 years. Any specific benefits to using him as your agent over any other agent in our market? It just, just a, a current relationship. I mean, you know, I trust him. Got it. Okay. So I just did the four steps, which John uh, chatted in, right? I paraphrased, oh, you have an agent? I asked, are you committed to that agent? Have you signed with that agent? What's the benefit of working with that agent? So for my people listening, if that ISA or agent had had that down pat, and the guy smacked her in the face with agent, she could have rolled right into doing that, getting through that process. I heard her actually say the word committed, but she did it in a statement rather than a question. It sounded like, oh, so you're committed to working with those people. And she talked over herself rather than asking, are you committed to them? Are you committed to him? And taking it process by process, have you signed with them? What would be the benefit of working with them specifically? And honestly, I think she would have had a good 50-50 shot of a chance with this guy if she followed a good process. I agree. And, you know, again, for us, one of the things that we, we I always ask, I want to work with the listing agent. Okay. That's well, Fred. Now, Fred Gomberg was on the training just before this and he was beating me up. We were doing a listing agent and, and Fred was, Fred does really good at playing a difficult character, Fred. 
Okay, good. He's that. He's my favorite role play partner. Who I, <laughs> I want to kill when I'm done, huh? You need okay. more Fred. Listen, we got to. We have to pay Fred by the hour to come in and be the uh, the hammer on the anvil uh, in terms of role play. That's perfect. I I know a guy like that too. Every time we did role play, we used to do it every day, and we're like, oh God, Colin's going to be the 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 buyer today. It's not going to be fun. So, um, but you know, you learn stuff from that because hey, not every buyer is a laydown, right? So I, I appreciate that. So um, want to answer a couple of questions that are in the thing. Is it safe to assume Zillow buyers are savvy? Absolutely not. Here's the only thing that you should assume that you're a really good agent and you're going to do a really good job. Everything else is up for, for grabs as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. The truth of the matter is some Zillow buyers may know more than you do, but some Zillow buyers might not know a thing. So um, assumptions is a good way to get yourself in trouble as far as I'm concerned. So um, that's my thought on it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too many assumptions. I think you need to be present in every single conversation you have and determine who you're talking to, what their knowledge level is and what their perspective is. Um, that's what you're looking for. Anytime that somebody approaches and just remember this, your sole purpose is to determine, is this person a ready, willing and able buyer or seller? and set an appointment with them if you can, or create a nurture if you can't. That's what your purpose is. So know that, be present with every single person, take them at face value for who they are and how they present. And I wanna read a comment that Leslie put in the, in, the, in the chat. And she said, this was just a bad day for this agent slash ISA. And let me say, that's 100% true. And one of the things that I want everyone to take away from that is, this this person I'll, honestly i would love to have 40 more of this person like 100 more of this person they, they're very successful they'll close 50 to 60 transactions this year great agent great attitude but we all have bad days so a couple of things if you know that you're going to be lead generating make sure you're putting yourself in the right in the right mood and i know that sounds a little bit silly but you know this we we do a thing called lead day this agent knew that this day they were going to be receiving incoming self uh, incoming Zillow calls. They were one hundred percent sure of that, and you know because of that, they maybe should have prepped a little bit better. And so I'll say that to everybody. I talk about this a lot, and I don't really feel like it, a lot of people take me seriously. But to me, most agents do the equivalent of this. Uh, those of you who most people understand football, at least on the level I'm going to talk about it, it's thirty seconds before the coin flip, and you're running out on the field and you don't have your pads on, you don't have your helmet on, and you're like, I'm here and I'm ready. And I feel like that's how most real estate agents start their lead generation or phone calls is they they run out and they don't have their helmet on, they don't have their pads on. They're like, but I'm ready. No, you're right. not. Take five minutes and get ready. It's all it takes. You've done it a hundred times, a thousand times, 10,000 times, whoever you are, do that. Get yourself in that mindset. Be ready for that. Because here's the thing. Not everybody follows the script. Not everybody, you know, so even if you know the things, and, and again, this is a great agent who knows a lot of stuff, they can have a bad day. Don't have a bad day because that bad day might cost you five, 10, 15, $20,000. And I know that seems kind of crazy, but it really was. We're all going to have stuff that we can't overcome. Set yourself up for success. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, excellent. All right. So we're over time. Thank you everybody for joining us for Cash Call. We'll be back again next week with more amazing information.